Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In today's show, I'm going to be sharing four alarming charts for the Bitcoin bulls as 27,000 becomes a formidable hurdle. And check this out. Breaking news just in. Marathon Digital to build the very first large-scale emergent Bitcoin mining farm in Abu Dhabi. Let's freaking go. Now check it. Luna is crashing to zero exactly one year ago today. A $40 billion reminder. The Bitcoin is not crypto. Also in today's show, Tether generated a whopping $1.5 billion in profit in the first quarter of this year and currently holds 2% Bitcoin in total reserves. And quoting Max Kaiser, Tether will soon eclipse MicroStrategy with Bitcoin on their balance sheet as banks and the US dollar collapse rates go higher and the flight to the safety of Tether accelerates. It's conceivable they can amass 500,000 Bitcoin before the next halving. Like, whoa. Also in today's show, significant risks of the US Treasury running out of funds soon, according to this latest report. Also, we'll be discussing people can now buy and sell real estate using cryptocurrency and what's being billed as the first US Bitcoin property marketplace. Also in today's show, ordinals and BRC20 tokens will disappear in a matter of months, says Jan3 CEO Samson Mao. Also in today's show, Glassnode co-founders say they are confident of an explosive Bitcoin move to the upside and predicts that the Fed rate hike pause in a month from now. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, all this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome to everyone just tuning in. This is pod episode number 1281, special Mother's Day episode. Today is May 14th, 2023, and there's lots to cover. The market is pumping, so let's start here with the market watch. Bitcoin up 1.1% for the day, trading above 27,200. Let's get it. Ether up 1.3%, trading back above 1,800. And as you can see, all the major alts pumping and in the green. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, the current crypto market cap sitting at one point one three four trillion with about 22 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance been on the decline now at 46.3% with the Ether dominance pretty steady at 19.7%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, we have Conflux up 11% trading above 28 cents, followed by SUI up 8% trading at $1.19, followed by Kava up 7% trading at $1.01. And now checking out uh, the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, a massive sea of green which is good news for the entire crypto market, including the alts. Some of the top gainers, CFX up 11%, KAS up 12.8%, and only a handful in the red, including the infamous Pepe down 5.5% for the week. And checking out one of my favorite indicators, the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Today we're neutral, the same as yesterday, rated a 48. Last week was a 64 in greed, and last month was a 68 in greed. So there you have it. Now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis, check out some of the charts, and go from there. 
Let's go. Bitcoin has rallied nearly 60% to around 27,000 thus far this year amid anticipations that the Fed would pause its quantitative tightening amid the U.S. banking crisis. And still, the Bitcoin price has failed to move beyond 30,000 decisively. I think the current top for this year is roughly 31,000, which was pretty short-lived. So buying exhaustion at this key psychological level led to a key price correction towards 25,000 over the past week. But interestingly, the decline has strengthened Bitcoin's correlation with several traditional financial metrics. But does the raise the does this raise the risk of Bitcoin continuing as downtrend in the second quarter? Let's take a, a closer look. Now, the U.S. dollar index, which measures the greenback strength against a basket of top foreign currencies, rose one and one point four percent to one hundred two in the week ending. On May 14th, the rise marked the dollar's best week since September of 2022. So interestingly, the dollar's rise left behind a potential double bottom pattern confirmed by two low points near a similar horizontal price level at around 100. A double bottom pattern is a bullish reversal setup suggesting the DXY could rise towards 105 in the next few months. Now, earlier in the week, the latest U.S. Consumer Price Index report, better known as CPI, uh, showed headline inflation dropping to 4.9% in April versus the previous month of 5%. However, core inflation was up 5.5%, suggesting underlying price pressures remain sticky, which for now has cooled down the Fed rate cut expectations. So John Authors from Bloomberg wrote the following, the odds of a pause in interest rate hikes next month have now risen to virtual certainty in futures and swap markets having have been seen as a 84% chance before the numbers come out. Let me know if you agree or disagree. And uh, a Fed pause should result in the stabilizing bond market. History indicates that a stable interest rate uh, or stable interest rates in general have been good for U.S. Treasuries, but bad for the stocks. And quoting another analyst here, if the Fed pauses at its peak rate for at least six months and the U.S. slides into a recession, then history suggests 12-month returns following the final rate hike, which could be flat for 10-year U.S. Treasuries, while the S&P 500 could sell off sharply, thus souring risk appetite would be a boon for the dollar while increasing the risk for Bitcoin, failing to reclaim 30000 in the short term. Now let's discuss the gold price near a key reversal point. The price of gold has risen nearly 15% to over $2,000 an ounce amid this banking crisis. The positive correlation with Bitcoin has also grown stronger with its weekly coefficient reading at 0.82 as of May 14th, but gold's rally has brought its price to an infamous horizontal resistance level near $2,075. And in March of 2022, this level was instrumental in triggering a sharp bearish reversal phase that led the gold's value down by up to 22%. And as outlined, you can see here in this chart. And similarly, testing the level as resistance in August of 2020 preceded an 18% decline. So should the scenario repeat in 2023, the gold price can fall towards its 50-week exponential moving average, which is near 1800 and $50. Now let's discuss the M2 money supply declining. M2 measures cash and circulation plus dollars and bank and money market accounts. The M2 figure surged by more than 40% during the COVID pandemic due to the Fed's quantitative easing, hitting a peak of $21.8 trillion in January of last year. It has since declined to $20.8 trillion, down over 4% from the peak in May of 2023. Now a 2% plus drop in the M2 money should something which has happened four times to date is bad news for the stock market since it proceeded to three depressions and one 
panic. Now let's discuss the Bitcoin price rising wedge. Bitcoin appears to be heading towards the fifteen to 20000 price range, depending upon its potential breakdown point from what it appears to be a rising wedge pattern. And for technical analysts, a rising wedge is a bearish reversal pattern that appears when the price rises higher inside a range defined by two contracting ascending trend lines. It resolves after the price breaks below the lower trend line, falling as much as the maximum wedge height. So if this Bitcoin price pattern is confirmed, particularly given, uh, which I shared, Bitcoin price stands to decline to as low as 15000 in 2023, down about 45% from its current levels. Now, I just want to chime in right here. I disagree with this analysis. I do not see Bitcoin ever going sub $20,000 ever again, but that's just me. I still have to share these bearish scenarios. I can't just only show you the bullish scenarios. So I'm going to be sharing both and take it, you know, for what it's worth. And let me know if you agree or disagree. What do you feel the low will likely be for the King Crypto in 2023? Let me know in the comments. And at the end of the show, I'll read everyone's comments out loud. Now let's discuss the latest of what's happening with Tether. USDT, which is looking like the strongest, uh, obviously, in the world as it currently is. Uh, you should be able to see here. There we go. Okay. Amid the banking turmoil in the U.S., Tether emerged as the preferred stablecoin. The reassurgence was evident in its latest attestation report, which revealed that the stablecoin issuer recorded a net profit of nearly $1.5 billion in the first quarter of 2023. And according to the official statement, Tether's excess reserves reached an all-time high of $2.44 billion in quarter one, as compared to the $960 million at the end of quarter four of 2022. The stablecoin ended the first quarter of the year with with $81.8 billion in consolidated total assets, while its consolidated total liabilities st- stood at nearly uh, $80 billion. Tether's reserves included additional categories such as Bitcoin, physical gold, overnight repo, and corporate bond allocations. Its Bitcoin holdings were recorded to be $1.5 billion, while the the precious metals accounted for $3.3 billion. 85% of the stablecoin issuers' investments are being held in cash, cash equivalents, and other short-term deposits. Gold and Bitcoin represent approximately 4 and 2% of the total reserves. Tether said it is doubling down its focus on limiting its reliance on pure bank deposits. Smart move. As the source of liquidity and instead leverages the repo market as an additional measure to ensure higher standards of protection for its users by maintaining the required liquidity and commenting on the quarterly profit Paulo Ordoño, the CTO of Tether, shared the following. We are thrilled with the tremendous success Tether has achieved in quarter one of this year. Looking ahead at quarter two, we have an extremely positive outlook and remain committed to transparency, which is why we have introduced new categories in the reserves breakdown in our quarterly report to provide even greater transparency to our users. Now, as pointed out right here, Max chimed in. Tether will soon eclipse MicroStrategy with Bitcoin on their balance sheet as banks and the U.S. dollar collapse, rates go higher, and the flight to the safety of Tether accelerates, it's conceivable they can amass 500,000 Bitcoin before the next halving. And check out this chart. You can see where all of their funds currently stand. And as you can see, Bitcoins, they have $1.5 billion. And as circled here, the Bitcoin categories comprise Bitcoins held on-chain and wallets controlled by the group. So there you have it. As the FUD continues against Tether, they're still looking the strongest. So it really makes you wonder as World Economic Forum supports Circle USD and they're not looking so pretty right now as Max called it. He called this a long time ago, back in November, December of last year. He said you need to look out for USD, uh, US 
uh, basically circles uh, USD stablecoin. He said Tether has never been so strong, and he's right because Tether continues to have more and more profits and allocating more and more into the King Crypto, which is definitely a good sign. What's your favorite stablecoin if you had to choose one? Let me know in the comments right down below. Now let's discuss the U.S. Treasury going broke. (laughs) According to this latest report, the United States government faces a significant risk of no longer meeting all of its financial obligations as early as June, as per this recent report. According to a May 12th report published by the U.S. Congressional Budget Office, the risk of the U.S. government defaulting on its debt in the near future stems from reaching its statutory debt limit of $31.4 trillion on January 19th. They just keep printing money. The CBO predicts that if the debt limit remains unchanged, the U.S. government could be in hot water as early as June, which is what? Next month. CBO projects that if the debt limit remains unchanged, there is a significant risk that at some point in the first two weeks of June, the government will no longer be able to pay all of its obligations. The CBO predicts the federal budget deficit will be $1.5 trillion in 2023, which is $100 billion more than initially estimated in February. And it was emphasized that the outcome of the ongoing Supreme Court case regarding the cancellation of outstanding student loan debt could have a significant influence on the total revenue for this year. And a shortfall in tax receipts recorded through April was also noted as having the potential to contribute to a larger deficit than initially predicted, according to the report. However, based on projected data, the CBO does not expect a decrease in the deficit's growth anytime soon. It was predicted that the annual deficits will nearly double over the next decade, reaching $2.7 trillion by 2033. The CBO predicts that in 2023, we'll witnessed the highest level of national debt ever documented in the U.S., stating the report. As a result of those deficits, debt held by the public also increases in the CBO's projections from 98% of the GDP at the end of this year to 119% at the end of 2033, 10 years from now, which would be the highest level of U.S. debt ever recorded. So we all know only keep in the bank at the end of the day what you can afford to lose and don't trust this fiat money. They can keep printing infinite amounts, but it doesn't actually exist in the circulation. It's called fractional reserve banking and it is a scam. So only keep in the banks what you can afford to lose, fam. That's the bigger picture here. All right, now let's dive into a real estate marketplace where you can buy and sell homes using cryptocurrency. This is pretty cool and the first one in the United States. Let's break down how this baby works. People who want to use crypto to buy and sell real estate in the U.S. will soon be able to do so via a platform billed as the first Bitcoin real estate marketplace in the country. The launch of the service from myelisting.com, a commercial real estate listing and data platform, was rolled out this week, bringing together the newest asset class with the multi-trillion dollar U.S. commercial and residential property markets. Texas properties were the first to be listed this week. Let's go Texas. Texas. In June, real estate and other selected states will be listed by agents, brokers, and sellers. The company in its statement didn't specify which states will carry the listings. Transactions can be closed within one business day. Try doing that with a traditional purchase. It could take, what, 60, 90 days sometimes? It's insanity, which is about 50 times faster than the current averages. That's what's up. No brainer. This is a massive disruptor, if you're to ask me. The marketplace is open to people worldwide and is integrated with Coinbase Commerce, a section of the crypto exchange that allows merchants to accept digital coin payments. Imagine listing your house for sale and within one day getting paid in Bitcoin. How cool would that be? The platform will push innovation in both the crypto and real estate industries, uh, said their CEO. Real estate commerce needs to be changed. It's hard enough as it is to buy property in your local neighborhood, let alone in another state or country. And then Bitcoin Magazine noted that other real estate firms elsewhere in the world were accepting Bitcoin as a payment. The launch arrives during the tumultuous period of the U.S. housing, commercial property markets, with interest rates rapidly 
rapidly rising while a potential recession is brewing. Medium home prices in March fell by almost uh, the most since 2012 by 3.3% annually, according to Redfin. And meanwhile, lending standards for commercial real estate loans were expected to tighter further with a credit crunch forming, Bank of America just said, last month. And Bitcoin pushing through the so-called crypto winter has already jumped 65% this year. So, you know, the king crypto looking pretty strong. I'm curious how many of you, if you had the opportunity to buy or sell real estate using cryptocurrency, would take advantage of it, especially if it can be settled within 24 hours. I think that's pretty amazing. And yeah, I think this will continue to disrupt the real estate market. And I can't wait until the entire world has, you know, listings and we don't have to depend upon the traditional ways of doing things, which is so outdated. You know, you know what I mean? And with that being shared, now let's discuss the latest coming from Samson Mao predicting that BRC 20s and ordinals, which are basically Bitcoin NFTs, are going to go bye bye. <laughs> this is actually quite inter- interesting. Then we'll discuss this Bitcoin pump prediction to the upside by Glassnode, and then we'll dive into some live uh, Q&A. So here we go. The latest hype around Bitcoin ordinals and BRC20 tokens is unsustainable and will fade away in a matter of months, according to Samson Mao. These guys are basically paying massive amounts of fees that go directly to the Bitcoin miners, and there is no way that this can be sustained. Mao said in an exclusive interview with Cointelegraph, they will fade away after even months. Let's not talk about years here. Growing activity around ordinals and BRC20, a crypto technology which allows users to mint NFTs on the Bitcoin blockchain is the main cause provoking a spike in the transaction fees and congestion of the market, which resulted uh, which we just recently seen. And while many members of the Bitcoin community see ordinals as a use case that could boost Bitcoin adoption, Mal considers them spam, clogging the network, quitting him here. These are just short-term money grabs, similar to most things on competing chains like Ethereum and Solana, he pointed out. And to Mal, mass adoption of Bitcoin will happen because of its use case as a savings technology and as a means of exchange, not because of the people minting JPEGs and sticking them in the chain. So, and to watch this entire interview that Cointelegraph did with Samson Mao regarding ordinals Nulls and BRC20 is disappearing in a matter of months. Check the show notes below the video in the description and let me know if you agree or disagree with Samson Mao and how many of you have experience with ordinals or BRC20 tokens. Let me know in the comments below. And now let's discuss our final breaking story of the day. And that's this glass node Bitcoin price pump prediction. And then we'll dive into some live Q&A. Check it out. The creators of one of the top on-chain analytics firms in the crypto space believe the king crypto is gearing up for an explosive move to the upside. Send it. We have Jan Happel and Yan Alman saying that Bitcoin is likely poised to break above the key resistance area at 30,000. According to the Glassnode co-founders, the macro backdrop is starting to look favorable for the leading crypto by market cap. Quoting them here, 25.8 still remains a possibility as indicated by the options market, confident in our midterm outlook of 35,000 as external pressures subside. Market pricing fed pause in June, no rate cut, optimal for the run to 35,000 for the summer. So they're ultimately saying summer, which is around the corner, we're likely to see a run to 35,000. And they continue, the US dollar index, which is the DXY, is down, cross and below significant moving average, explosive moves ahead. That's right. Meanwhile, popular analysts also believe that Bitcoin correction is likely over. Synonymous analyst blunts the best crypto username you can have, who is known in the industry for calling the 2018 Bitcoin bottom, says that Bitcoin has already met the downside target of an ABC corrective move. Blunts tells his 222,000 Twitter followers he has now flipped bullish on BTC. Quoting him here, actually, don't mind Bitcoin here. It's come pretty much where I had initially wanted it in my original post. Weekly on the DXY, a bit worrisome, so not actually sure how long I'll hold for yet, but that for 
uh, our chart is looking pretty decent as outlined right here, which you can see in your screen. And late last month, when the Bitcoin price was trading close to 30,000, Blunt's predicted Bitcoin can retrace to 26,000 as it was showing early signs of an ABC corrective move. And lo and behold, we pretty much corrected to 26,000. So much respect to Blunt's and shout out to um, the Glassnode co-founders. Let me know your thoughts surrounding their $35,000 Bitcoin price prediction for summer right around the corner. And don't forget to check out Crypto News alerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.